Welcome to the Point Noted Podcast with your host, Johnny B, and co-host who shows up whenever he wants to, former NFL player, Rashad Barksdale. It's raw, unfiltered, and no topic is off-limit. We talk sports, entertainment, culture, and a whole lot of random shit. Let's get to the point. podcast you're hanging out with your host johnny b and today on the show we have a special guest uh we talking business today so hopefully you guys have your ears open pen and paper down but we're still gonna have some fun though so uh today on the show i have tom wise with me uh tom wise is a tv shopping guru uh, from qvc to hsn over 30 years man we we can learn a lot today man tom how you doing my man i'm doing great johnny thanks for having me on the show really absolutely Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, so, so when I look at your profile, and I understand, you know, you have over thirty years of uh, on TV, on air, TV um, talent, vendor, producer, all of that good stuff. So I have to ask, how did you get into that? How did you get into wanting it, to be on TV and doing all of that? Because I think I have a face for TV, but I could be lying. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's the craziest story. You know, okay. you gotta you gotta be in the right place at the right time, and just by sheer luck, and then taking a little bit of a risk. I'll give you this. I'll give you the short version. I was I was selling Craftmatic adjustable beds in mm. in the Tampa St. Pete area in Florida in uh, in the in 1987, and I got fired from the job because I called in an order and I didn't have the check. This was oh. three. This was three days before <laughs> three days before Christmas. So <laughs> I started looking for work and I literally walked into the home shopping network. I mean, the home shopping club is what they called it back then. And that was just in the area. They were, they were founded in St. Petersburg and I just happened to be here in St. Petersburg when I'm looking for work. Mm-hmm. So I knew how to type because I worked in the office equipment business uh, with my sister about uh, for about three years. So I got a, I, 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 uh, I, I applied for a job to be an operator at home shopping. Okay. And since I could type, I passed the test. And as the group was was saying, the guy came in and said, all right, you guys are hired as long as you pass the uh, lie detector pass test. The test. <laughs> they gave everybody a lie detector test. A lie detector hired. test? Yes, it was crazy. But I wow. tell the guy, I tell the guy as he's walking out, I said, you know, I think I could be a host here. I mean, mm. and he's, Confident. He, was, uh, he was a little bit impressed by that. And uh, I got an interview and then I had an audition. They set me up for an audition. I walked into a into a studio all by myself. I was the only mm-hmm. guy there except for an engineer. And I was sweating bullets, very nervous. The guy gives me right. three three products to sell. And uh, I did horribly, Johnny. I was, oh, wow. it, was, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and then I go home. I go, and oh, the guy says, yeah, we'll see you around. I go, no, you won't. That was horrible. That's Right, that's, right. Don't lie to me. Yeah, don't lie to me. And then. And then two days later, I got a call. They want me to audition again. So oh. I, I get I get all pumped up with confidence. I watch a bit more of the show. I go back in and I do much much better. Okay. And two days later, I get another call, and they want to offer me. You know, have me come in, take a tour, and, and make me an offer. So I do that. I'm still a nervous kid. I'm 27 years old, and the guy that's uh, he says he make, makes me an offer for eighteen thousand to start. I accept, mm. and then as I'm leaving. I turned around, which is a little bit uncharacteristic. I turned around and said, may I ask you a question? He goes, sure. I said, is it common that you have people come in and audition twice? He goes, oh, no, the guy never turned your mic on the first time. We never heard what you said. 
Oh, <laughs> wow. Look at that. Look at Facebook, crazy. man. Yeah. Right. I worked for them for 10 years. I was the director of on-air talent, and I got into the infomercial business, worked with uh, Kevin Harrington from the Shark Tank for about three years. Kevin, right. Yep. And then, I, uh, and then I've been doing the independent uh, bending for the last, gosh, 15, 17 years. Wow, that's awesome, man. Hey, so when you were doing the audition, did, uh, so did they give you like what to say about what you're selling, or just let no. you just figure out how to sell it? They gave me three products. One was a cappuccino maker, a uh, hair straightener and a bug repeller. I had no idea about any one of those three products. Jeez. And you <laughs> had to just figure out how to sell it. That's why I did so badly. But then they gave me three more the next time. And I, I can't remember what those three were, Johnny, but I know I did a great job. I did about 15 minutes, toll-free this, 30-day guarantee that, American Express, Diners Club Visa, American Express. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the room like? What was it like? Was a lot of people there watching you just no, taking it notes? Just, it was just me being recorded in a studio. That was it. They just hand you three things and they walk away. Oh wow. Oh was, I mean I think that Well so, okay, so I can understand why the first time around was like sweating the balls, but the second time it's like just you yeah. by yourself. So I mean yeah. there's really it's a lot less um nervousness involved, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, the only and the only reason I had the the courage to even try was that I took a, a, a broadcasting class, a six month broadcasting class in Chicago. It was just kind of an independent class I took at night. I wanted to be a radio disc jockey, and they had a small okay. little they had a little six week seg segment on you know working on TV. So I had a little taste of it, and I liked it. So that's what gave me the courage to be a little bold and ask that guy for an audition. Did you live in Chicago? I did. I grew up in Chicago, came down. Chi-town. Yeah, I love Chicago. My kids are, my girls are twins. They're living in Chicago right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, uh, I have family down there. So it's uh, my uh, my second favorite city beside New York City. So love Chicago. Yeah, I love, I love New York too. I've got some friends there. It's, it's a great town, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So were you a Bulls fan, Bears fan, Sox fan, Cubs fan? Which one are you? I was odd. I was the odd rod. I was a Sox fan who lived on the north side. I mean, I the only other Sox fan was my brother. Mm. <laughs> and then everybody else is a Cubs fan. And, of course, Bears. And then my other brother was a Packer fan. We never rooted for the same team. And, how, can you be, uh, how can you be a Packers fan and live in Chicago? Like, especially being from Chicago. That's crazy. It's crazy. Well, my brother, I think he, he was in love with Bart Starr. We're talking about okay. the 60s. So we're, we're, he's 60 years old. So, yeah, he was in love with Bart Starr and Travis Williams and that group, Vince Lombardi, all the 60s Packers. I mean, they were, they were, the, uh, they were America's team back then. Mm. So, wow. Plus, he just yeah, – it's definitely hard to be from Chicago, <laughs> yes. growing up in Chicago, and root for anything but the Bears because those rivalries in that uh, in that North is just intense. Like with Minnesota and oh, the yeah. Packers, and I forgot what the fourth oh, team yeah. is, maybe the Lions or something like that. It's just yeah. like, the, it's uh, just, yeah, I can't imagine. But I mean, the that's the Blue. NFL. That's the NFL, though, right? <laughs> amen, amen. That was those are great rivalries: the Packers, the Bears, the Vikings, and then the Lions, the Black and Blue Division. Right, right. Since we're on football, you think NFL is coming back? You know, it looks that way. I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. I mean, clearly we've got a situation that uh, you can't have big crowds anymore. But it right. looks like it looks like they're planning on it. And can, you know, look what happened to Tampa Bay in the off season. For goodness sakes, mm -hmm. Tom Brady is our quarterback. Right. It's like a, it's like yeah. a dream. Right, we want to see it. Right. Yeah, I want to see we that. Want to see, and you and you are in Tampa right now, right? 
Yeah, so we got Gronkowski as a third. He's the uh, third in the depth chart on tight ends, so it should be a good season. should be fun. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Third in the depth chart? Gronk is not going to be third? Third. Absolutely. We got two other yeah. tight ends. And yeah, Gronk, not, Gronk <laughs> is going to start. <laughs> they, they, they just announced they're going to have a formation with three tight ends on the field at the same time. Yeah, that uh, – no, no, that's not going to happen because Evans is a uh, – Evans is wide receiver one. Right. And then Goodwin is two. Those two is going to be on the field at all the time. Right. And then uh, what's the tight end name? Uh, they got uh, – oh, for goodness Howard, right? Yes. O.J. Howard, yeah. O.J. is going to be out one, there. Yeah. One of them. And there's a second – there's another one. They, they said they claim they're going to have a package that has all three on this field at the same time. And it's, it's okay. All right. So a package. All right. I can see that. I mean, you, yeah. you get so many plays doing a game. You can have one way. It's just all the tight end. So yeah. Four, four plays a game. They're going to have all three. Yeah, tight four plays. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you never know when it's going to work. So absolutely. Oh, but right. I thought you meant like, they're going to have two no. of them all the time. I'm like, dude, <laughs> why do you have heavens and Goodwin? And yeah. Yeah. Why, why would you ever want to see any of them? No, no kidding. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a shootout. Brady's going to have yeah. five guys to throw to, plus a back. Jeez, imagine that. Yeah, I told my buddy that lives down there, I'm coming down to Tampa this year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a Brady fan. It just feel like it's going to be a great place to watch football. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a great place. Yeah. The stadium is so, right. so you mentioned um, working with um, Shark Tank Kevin Harrington. Yes. Uh, is he? He's not really a douchebag, is he? Well, now, see, you got Kevin, the guy, the bald guy that's working there now. But Kevin Harrington, my the guy I worked with for, for three years, he was on the original Shark Tank show. He was the infomercial guy. He's no longer uh, on the show. You got okay. Kevin, Kevin and Mr. Wonderful. He's still there. But Kevin Harrington was the infomercial guy. He and his brother uh, produced the Ginsu Knife infomercials in the 80s. Mm. So and I worked okay. for Kevin. I've been working for Kevin. I worked for Kevin for three years as his vice president of infomercial production. Okay, was, nice, nice. Uh, you still watch Shark Tank? I watch it occasionally. My gosh, the reruns, are, it's on constantly, it seems. It's constantly, on, all the know? time. So I do enjoy watching. As a matter of fact, I applied for Shark Tank recently, and I didn't make it. I made the first cut, but not the second cut. To uh, present a product? Yeah, I wanted to present my carry cart. Carry cart, right, right. Wow, you didn't make it the second time around. No, I got a private phone call from a producer. They asked that I would make a... Uh, a 10 minute videotape featuring my product and why I wanted to be on the shark tank. And then I submitted that and they said, if you don't get a call by the end of April, you won't, you have not made the cut. So I didn't get a call and I did not make the cut. Wow. Was, I mean, was, shitty, I mean, shitty products like we see on that show and y'all's going to get on. Come on. <laughs> you know what? I mean, you never know why, you know, the business, you never know why you get cut. Uh, they got too many tall guys. They got too many, you know, all guys. We need. We want guys that are crazy. We want crazy inventors, not real serious inventors. You never know. They they got a formula, and once they fill it up, you know, they're you know, it, it doesn't really have to do with who's worthy. But right, it, right. It, it was fun, and I was I was flattered to get a call and asked to make a video. It was fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if we keep trying, it will probably eventually be like, you know what? Let's get this guy on. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We're not gonna we, we're not gonna bite anyway. Let's just get him on, <laughs> so he can well, go away for five years. Yeah, well, it was interesting. <laughs> I, I thought I thought as a character I might be interesting. You know, being in the shopping business, I do a little mm-hmm. stand up. I do a little stand up comedy. I did. You know, I've got the patent, so I thought I had some interesting aspects that might make me, you know, rise to the uh, you know consideration to be on the Shark Tank, but clearly not enough. 
Right, right. Yeah, when I, I mean, looking at it, I was like, man, there's no reason why you wouldn't be on there. Oh. Uh, but speaking of your product, um, Carry Cart, it is, um, I mean, it's it's a half, what is it, a half wheel, half wheel and half um, ladder? Is that what it is? Can you tell the folks about what a Carry Cart is? Sure. I, it's my pride and joy. I've been working on that. Johnny, I've been working on this item for about five years. I got the patent mm. a couple of years ago. Um, I, I said, let's start one from the ground up. So we got the, I, I improved an existing item. The, the existing patent goes back to the 1800s. But what the, the item is, it's, it helps you move things. Everybody moves something every now and again, whether you're moving a couch or a filing cabinet, or you're just unloading everything from uh, you know Home Depot or Lowe's or Walmart. This is this is a good deal. It works as a big dolly, oversized dolly. So if you had something huge, you can right. move, you can move a crate on this thing. Then it has a handle that flips up, so you can unload mulch or cinder blocks from Home Depot. Then it it has a, a little plate, tow plate that kicks out. You could use it as a, a hand truck in and out of tight spaces up and down stairs. And then it all flips into a ladder, a three step safety certified ladder. And it all stores in the place of a about the space of a of a hand excuse me of a, of a push probe. It's uh, so we've been selling it very well at HSN. I just got an order from QVC. Um, nice. I've uh, we're going. I just got I just got told today that I was going to be on tractorsupply.com, and I'm on Lowe's.com as well. Oh wow, that's awesome. That yeah. is great. Yeah, I said it probably. Man, I can probably use this in my household. Yeah. I was, let me uh, let me let me let me talk to Tom about that. Let's see what we got some sponsorship here or something. Oh, I got. Um, I'm gonna. Go I'm gonna I say I've got a coupon code for your listeners, Johnny. Okay. So I mean, we could talk about it now. I'll just talk about it now. You can reiterate. Yeah, it. go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. Let, let me hear. Absolutely. I, I've got the product that's called Carry Cart. It's with K's K E R R Y K A R T dot com. We sell it for about a hundred and forty nine dollars. But if the, your listeners want to use the code Johnny B, wow! Save, look at that. Save fifty dollars and get it for ninety nine bucks, free shipping and handling. Wow! How's that? Save fifty dollars, Johnny B, for a coupon. Absolutely, I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely gonna put that all over Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else that I can put it. Yeah, a space uh, between Johnny and B. Okay, it's a space between Johnny and B. Okay, so two words. Yes, sir. All right. So you guys heard that. Go out there, carrycard.com, and um, Johnny B is the coupon code that you need. Yeah. You know, buy some for yourself, for your significant other, your enemies, your friends, your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> buy for everybody you know. So we got a partnership brewing up here. Um, so let me ask you this, Tom. Um, are you are you actually hosting and selling this on HSN or QVC yourself, or is somebody else just pushing it on TV for you? No, it's me. I, I was a host for for many years, seven, eight years mm-hmm. when I wasn't in management. So I've got that skill set. I was okay. one of the I was one of the original guests. I mean, I lasted at home shopping for about ten years, and then uh, I got into the infomercial business. Then I circled back as a guest and a vendor for HSN and QVC. And okay. so I go out. I do pitch my own products on uh, on HSN, and I've been invited to uh, be on QVC in about uh, probably about August or September selling wow, the selling selling the carry cart. Wow, that's great, man. I have to ask my grandma cuz she watches HSN religiously. I really? Mean, she watches QVC, HSN, she buys wow. everything off of there. And you know what? When I text her this coupon, she don't love it. So I'm definitely <laughs> well, I am definitely going to text her and say, "Hey, Grant, yeah. you know, you ever seen this guy before?" Well, tell her, you know. 
She may remember me. My my biggest my my one of my first products was I sold the Roomba on the HSN. Roomba. I was the first guy to sell that ro- robotic vacuum cleaner. Gosh, what is that now? Almost twelve years ago. So wow, yeah. She she probably started. She probably been watching it for over thirty years. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I have to ask her, but she would be excited to well, to know great. I you know I had this conversation with you and I got her a code. So I'll just say, hey, this is uh, happy belated Mother's Day type of gift for you. There you go. <laughs> Super. Right. So absolutely, absolutely. Um, so what what does it take to get my product on QVC or HSA? Somebody out there that's you know maybe you already I have a buddy of mine in Texas that owns a warehouse. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's obviously just it uses a Amazon drop shift, whatever they call that. Yeah, fulfilled um, by FBA, fulfilled right, by Amazon. fulfillment, fulfillment. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what does it take to get product on QVC or HSN? Is it unique product? Obviously, it can be things that you want to sell on Amazon consistently, right? It has to be unique, right? Yeah, I, a couple. Here's a here's a couple of thoughts for the the viewers that are watching HSN and QVC. The typical sweet spot is a 50 year old woman. All right. So if you got a, if you have an item that solves a problem for a 50 year old woman, and it doesn't have to be for a 50 year old woman. I mean, HSN used to have a very nice sports memorabilia business years ago. So you can go away from that skew, away from that, you know, the top of the bell curve and still have success. But if you're going to try to come in with the sweetest spot, try to solve a problem for that person that's watching the show. Okay. And, and then I would also, once I, once I determined that I had an item, I probably would test it on Amazon or test it on Facebook. To see okay. if I had, to see if I was getting a good, decent response, and if the answer was yes, at that point I would probably try to find a a rep that would bring the item to HSN or QVC. You can imagine, Johnny, that those places get a lot of you know emails that they never follow up. So if they get a if the buyer is is approached by a rep that is that they're used to doing business with, you're going to get the buyer's attention by you know, right. using a rep to go in and you, your rep usually costs you anywhere from three to 7% versus not making anything if you don't get on there. But if you, right. if you get on there, you could, you know, you could do some damage. You can make some, you can make some money. So and you can easily just Google, uh, uh, HSN and QVC rep and then find someone. Yeah. Or, you know, if there's somebody wanted somebody, you know, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a rep, but I know reps. If somebody wanted okay. to email me at Tom wise at carrycart.com, I would, I would direct them. But uh, yeah, that's that's the way to go. And but you, you probably in initial order, you, HSN or QVC would be looking for fifty thousand dollars worth of product. So that's why you would test on Facebook or or uh, Amazon first or eBay to see if you've got a good item before you walk up and get ready to go to you know to the big right. leagues like that. Right, so, right. So not, the big leagues where the money is. Yeah, it, it's a nine billion dollar business in our country, and then it's also Johnny. I got a, approached by a Japanese. Uh, company that has does infomercials i i know that there's an australian has shopping channels italy germany uk all shopping channels so if you've got a if you've got an item that's working here you could definitely you know bring it all over the world through those live tv shopping channels absolutely okay absolutely i need to uh, i need to create something i want to make hey, my money so oh well when know. i when i was hosting at home shopping i go my gosh i've got to put something into this <laughs> you know, throw 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 something in here because it's a machine that just you know churns cash. It's it's not easy. Of course, if it was easy, everybody'd be doing it. But if you can of catch course. lightning in a bottle, you get something interesting. It's a you know, people have done very well um, mm. in that in that business. 
yeah, I'm going to call grandma and say, grandma, what could you use right now? What do you need at the house that you don't have that that's you think right. I can create for you? Right? That's that's how it starts. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I, you know, you know how many, you know how many wine openers there are out there, Johnny, a friend of mine, she came across a patented item. Think about this. You take a, a needle and you jam it through the cork, right? Mm. Now the needle is attached to a, a pump and now you, you pump, you pump it three or four times you and you end up pushing the cork right. out of the bottle rather than screwing the cork out of the bottle. It's, right. a, it's a brand new mousetrap. She sells hundreds of thousands of those things. Wow. Because it's an easy solution. Anybody can pierce the cork, can do pump, it. pump three right. times, and now, now the cork's out. Because it's always been a problem. Cork splits, cork, you can't get it back in, all sorts of deals. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a wine drinker, so every night I try to have a glass. So yeah, I uh, I need one of those things. So I <laughs> I have to be able to open my wine up. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to just smash it and break it, which, <laughs> <laughs> which is no good because then half of the wine is gone. You yeah, know, we, so. we can't have that happening. We cannot have that happening. No, no, because after the bottle is gone, so I then I have to go back to the store, really angry, looking for another bottle. <laughs> You know, but uh, so if I create a product, what should I be looking to do? Like, when do I need a trademark and when do I need to patent my, my product? Well, it's a good item. I, I was able to successfully find items that were not patented but were being manufactured in China. And then, okay. and then like, uh, gosh, my, the first item that I brought to market, I don't know if you're familiar with an item called, it's a tech visor. It's a tech auto visor. It's being sold. You see the occasional commercial right now. It's kind of a a 12-inch uh, a by 6-inch piece of plexiglass that you have up by your visor. And mm. uh, when the sun's coming, it's like a big sunglass lens, and you just tilt it down, and that'll block out the sun so you could drive safely. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Do you, remember, do you remember, remember the company Blue Blocker? They used to sell Blue Blocker uh, sunglasses. Yep. Uh -huh. well, well, Blue Blocker made this, they made this lens that attached to your visor so many years ago. I mean, back in the late 80s early 90s and i went back and i sourced that item in china on alibaba.com alibaba yep and then i was able to cut a deal with the with the with the manufacturer that he would make them for me and i'd sell them and we'd split profits so wow. that got me that got me started vending products at hsn and then eventually to qvc as well dude dude you are like the guy to know you are <laughs> Anybody wants to know Tom, talk to me, okay? <laughs> Tom is the guy to know right now. Um, so when I first heard of Alibaba, I wasn't sure that was actually like a real uh, yep. trustworthy, yes. you know, company. Because I was going in, things just look extremely cheap. It looks yep. like they were coming from China or India or Pakistan. Yep. I didn't know if I could trust it. Yep. Uh, is that a good place for someone that's doing, uh, we're pivoting right here a little bit into our Amazon. But is that a good way, a good place to to look for a product to sell on Amazon or eBay? Absolutely, I I try to you try to be as uh, as you pointed out, try to be as unique as possible with your item. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be one of a thousand. You'd like to be one of one, right? Like, which is hard. Which is hard. I mean, that's why. But I patented my cart. And I have it made in China, so nobody else has that worldwide for at least a couple of years. But if you could find something like the visor was an old product, it was an old product that was very successful. Blue Blocker sold those things on Home Shopping back in 1989. Mm -hmm. I brought it back 10 years later. Uh, now the tech people, the tech visor po folks, have, have grabbed that same thing. They, they'd make tech glasses and tech, you know, lights and things like this. TEC. So 
you know, you bring back an old winner, you, you put your own name on it. Like I called it the total visor. So then I had the website totalvisor.com. So it's a unique name. No one's got right. that. Then I spun off total mirror, which was a wide angle mirror. You snap over your rear view mirror, allows you to see what the kids are doing, allows you to, you know, eliminates the blind spots, things like that. Mm, so right. I found an item that was common, but I put a name on it, trademarked it, which you could do that yourself. Please don't hire an attorney to do trademarks. You could do, do it, it yourself. Do about, I think it's about a hundred bucks, $150 takes about six months. It's a slow process, but you can do it yourself. And uh, it's all on the internet. So that's easy to do. Just, and, and don't go by any offshoot sites. Use the government trademark site. They'll walk you right through it. You pay right a little bit it. of a fee. You just do this whole thing yourself. So you could trademark. Trademark is cheap. That's cheap. Uh, patent. I would never have patented anything that anybody else has manufactured. I'm going to private label that and trademark it. But I patent this idea on the carry card because I improved it. I made the steps larger. I made it more stable. I made it uh, more durable. I extended the handle. So I, I've got five utility patents on that particular piece. And that gives me protection. So it costs more money. It takes about two years to make that happen. But now I've got protection. I might have an opportunity to sell it to Werner Ladder or sell it to mm -hmm. you know, somebody else that's making carts or, or things like that. Right. So, that, so that's the difference. If you think you can sell it or need the protection to get the patent, if you just want to try to mass market something quick, go ahead and just get a trademark on something. Right. And obviously having having your product on Amazon is big because you have yours on Amazon and Lowe's. Is yeah. that obviously everybody can get on Amazon and everybody can get a Lowe's. Uh and the hard place to get to it's I think you mentioned maybe supply and obviously HSN, um it's it's one of them. How big of a difference did you feel uh, when once you put your product on Amazon and Lowe's? Was that a was that bigger than what you were experiencing with it on um HSN or what was it what was the difference in that? Well, it's interesting. It's very difficult to break through on Amazon and on Lowe's because I'm only at Lowe's.com. So I'm selling mm -hmm. a couple. I'm selling a couple a week on Lowe's because I'm not even advertising. There's not even a, a customer has to find me. Right. That's uh, the right. It's so same thing for Amazon. The product is unique. It really has no competition. So it's hard to stand out. So I'm going a very slow right, uh, way and route on Amazon and Lowe's. But home shopping, I mean, I'll go out. We can go out and sell. 600 pieces in 14 minutes wow so that's that's my serious business is there I, that's, I, the, that's the place right yeah yeah and qbc uh, they just gave me the order for 2200 pieces i expect that those those will sell out in a couple of airings oh so that's that, great that's, I... where, that's where the rubber meets the road but amazon and lowe's allows me to you know try to start producing and selling the things myself mostly amazon without having to you know pay a company pay like somebody kind of you know exactly. So you're more like the employee when you're doing Amazon, but you're the boss when you're doing uh, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest stuff. Hey, so trademarks is a hundred dollars. Um, Don't quote me on that, but not more than two hundred. Don't quote me, but not more, okay. So anywhere between maybe a hundred until or less, whatever. I was yeah. looking. I was like, man, why can't we? And I understand that people are working in the offices, so you don't want to waste their time. And and I understand a lot of times fees help you out, eliminate those that are really not being serious about it. Right, uh, but at the same time, they can also push some people out who doesn't have that money. Um, yes, I mean, don't do, don't you think that though? Like, I mean, charging a lot of money for a lot of things, especially for licenses. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I mean, I, I don't think that the hundred hundred fifty for a trademark is is daunting. I mean, it's not easy money, but it's you know, it's a process, and and, right. and they've got lawyers that go through. I mean, your your people have to go, and they've got to 
check to see if that trademark's been used somewhere else. If, is it available? Okay. So it's not just mm-hmm. like a computer plug and play. Somebody's got to do something to make sure that there's an approval process. So I don't mind spending that money. I think the patent is, whew, I mean, that's that, that cost you probably probably cost me around 12 grand before it was all said and done. So it's not nothing, but most of that, my lawyer was reasonable and the fees were reasonable, but it's just, it is what it is. Oh, we're doing a search for this guy. It's 800 bucks. We're doing this. It's $1,200. So it just kind of starts chewing at you a little bit. And I think I probably did it as inexpensively as possible. I had a very reasonable attorney guy who was formerly retired. He was just kind of tinkering and, and, uh, but you know, now I've got the protection. So Right, right. You're At the good. End of the day, hopefully, it, 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 there's some value in it. Right. Now you're good. What do you What do you think of eBay? Is it a good place to sell? I think eBay, if you're selling uh, used goods, um, you know, collectibles, it's kind of a different market than Amazon. I mean, they, eBay would like to be more like Amazon, but I think eBay still is, you know, vintage clothing and records. You can buy new things there. I sell sometimes. I'll sell like uh, lights and, and returns that I get from home shopping, I'll sell mm-hmm. on eBay. So there's a little bit of a market for that thing. But I think your new goods go to Amazon and your kind of interesting collectibles end up on eBay. I may be wrong, but that's just my feeling, Johnny. Right, right, which is crazy because I, I started out, I used to sell on, um, uh, I used to sell on, uh, on eBay quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I transitioned a little bit to Amazon. Yes. Uh, totally different, two different, um, uh, user interface that and just learning how both of oh, them yeah. work. But oh yeah, Amazon's a lot. It was harder. just the way eBay takes money out of your stuff, and then oh. from there to PayPal, I was just like, look, I'm just done. I feel like I'm working for somebody. Yeah, I'm working for eBay. Uh, I mean, I sell right. I, I sell something, and I literally make three dollars, and I'm driving into right. the post office. <laughs> <laughs> right, you sell for ten dollars, then yeah. eBay takes his cut, PayPal right. takes his cut, and then U.S. Post Office takes a cut. I'm not oh. even getting paid. I might as well just give it away. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm right there. I, I sell these used water lights. That's uh, a, a nice bar light, uh, emergency light for seven dollars. Mm. Shipping is thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> shipping is thirteen. It's throw insane. it away. It's insane. But right. uh, the customer has to pay for that because I'm not. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm I have to buy a box. That's a dollar seventy five. It's like this is mm-hmm. not. I might as well just throw them away, but it's fine. Right. I'd, I'd rather not put them in a landfill. I'd rather send them to somebody. So tell somebody, somebody else uses it. Amen. Um, be, being that you have all these connections and you are, you're like a seller, seller's guy, right? If I want to sell something and if I know time, I want to ask you for advice. I want to ask you if these things sell. Do you have friends or just random strangers or even online that come up to you or send an email and say, hey, do you think this will sell? Do you think I should sell? What do you think about this product? I have this idea. Do you get those? You know, I do get that when folks see that I'm in that business. You know what's funny, though, Johnny? Everybody is so nervous about being ripped off. I, mm. I, I said to them, I said, most folks are too lazy to steal your idea. Okay. That's <laughs> because, a good point. Because ideas ideas are interesting. But, you know, if you've got an idea for a widget, you got to go, uh, you got to get it. Uh, you know, get a prototype and find a factory. I mean, nothing is easy about any of this stuff. Nothing's easy mm-hmm. about it. But you know, you might have a good idea with, with which is pursuing, which is worth pursuing. I I always recommend if somebody has an idea, I said uh, go to Alibaba and see if there's a manufacturer making something similar. Or certainly, okay. this is kind of ridiculous. I, I said, have you checked Amazon? And so many times people haven't checked Amazon on an item that they want to make. I said, well, they're, they may already make it. So you might right. please check that before you start investing in molds and things like that. So, yeah, but 
I'm I'm always shocked at how a guy, you know, I had some guy working on my roof. He said, I got a great idea. I go, well, why didn't you tell me? And, I, and I'll give you free advice. Oh, no, mm. you'll, you'll steal it. I go, well. You'll steal it, right. I go, you can take that. That's a risk you'll have to take. Or versus what? Now you take your idea and you don't do anything with it? Right, because you know? now you bury it. Right. You might yeah. as well just. If anything, I just say, all right, here, Tom, sign this NDA. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then let's talk about my idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll take it to the grave. I mean, you might have a great idea. So right. you do have to, at some point, you've got to trust somebody or you've got to do a lot of investing without, you know, without really knowing if it's a great idea or not. I mean, mm. I've been I've been in the business 30 years, so I might have an idea that I've seen something similar along the way. Right. So, right. I mean, I'm always, my radar is always up for interesting ideas, but needless yeah. to say, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. And I get it. Like you said, everybody's afraid of losing their ideas, but sure. I, I respect you know, that. Right. And mine, and mine is a terrible ten away. So if you don't talk about it, uh, get ideas about it. And in fact, I mean, you know, and the thing is, look, I didn't come on to you and say, Hey Tom, what, what do you think about this? And you can, you know what? That's a good idea. I mean, right. I can help with it if you want. Maybe we can yeah. go in a partnership with it. There's nothing wrong with that. No, right. and, and probably I'm so busy, I would just direct you anyway. But, right. you know, it depends upon where you're at on that idea. That's very, it's, 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 a, it's a very good point, Johnny. Right. And and that's like similar to how um, Shark Tank works, right? You go up there, hey, I'm selling this thing, but I need help. Can right. you guys help me? Sure. Right. I'll, take, I'll take half of your, uh, that, of your revenue, of your profit, or your right. value. And, you know. Well, you know, that's. That, go ahead. I was going to say, it's a good point if you know what your strength is and where your weaknesses mm -hmm. are. You know, right. some folks, you know, coming up with great ideas are, are fine, but but they don't, they can't finish it. They can't implement. So that's, you'll right. hire somebody or you partner with somebody who they can do what you, you can't do. The way I partnered with the manufacturers in China. I mean, I can't manufacture. I don't have a tool, but I found a guy that could do that for me. And then we came up with a nice 50-50 deal. So, mm. so, so yeah, I, I, I mean... I, yeah, hire your hire your weaknesses away as long as you can afford it, you know, or part right, with right. Like that. Yep. Get some help, right? I'm a I'm a good starter, but I in, in towards me, whatever it is, when I need somebody else to be, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, somebody might, else. Yeah, somebody might know something about shipping, or somebody might know something about marketing, or somebody might know mm -hmm. something about Facebook, or you know, or uh, click funnels, or whatever the heck they're doing. So yeah. Right. You know, partnership with those folks because that's when your your ideas will stop when you hit a roadblock that you can't you can't solve. And two brains are better than one. Three brains are better than one anyway. So just combine Amen. them all together. So Amen. All right. Since, uh, so off the air, we were talking about relationship and church and yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, I hear you still saying Amen. I like to dive into that. But let me ask you this: I had a uh, I had a radio personality on last week. And you know we're having a conversation on Facebook, and uh, I said, "There's no such thing as love at first sight. There is no such thing as love at first sight." And it was like, "No, that's that's not true." It's so, I said, "No, there's no such thing." What do you think? Huh. You know, <laughs> I I love at first sight. That's an interesting. That's an interesting question. Love at first sight. I think. I think I don't know that you can say love at first sight. I would agree with you. There's no such thing as love at first sight. But I Thank think you. there's high interest at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm highly okay. interested. In, in okay, please go on. <laughs> I interest at first. I love it. You, you're not going to use the word lust. 
You're going to no. say, I interest. I desire you at first sight. Yeah, I, I want to know more about this. I, I, Johnny, I was just thinking about my <laughs> about the wife that I had all my children with. When I met her, I met her at HSN. Oh. And I was her boss at one point, And uh, I ended up not being her boss. And then we got married. But I remember I said, my gosh, she's, first of all, gorgeous. And, mm. she's, and she's got a very classy way about her. Mm. And... I would not say, you know, I mean, she's an attractive woman and I can't say that I'd lusted after her, but I was very highly interested in learning Highly more interested. <laughs> you had an HI for her, highly yeah. interested. <laughs> <laughs> good. And it seemed like good chemistry, which I, which I was very willing to pursue and uh, gladly that she was too. Yeah. I mean, I, so we basically agree on that. I, I, I still don't understand how anyone can explain to me. You can, you know, I mean, like you, like we just said, it has to be just that interest in someone, right? That desire to know them, but because love is love, just doesn't just happen, right? And, exactly. and I can't wait to have some relationship expert on the show to tell me I'm exactly. anti-love, right? Because uh, <laughs> no. every time, every time you have a you know argument against love, you are anti-love. <laughs> you know, what, no, what happened as a child? That's what they start asking. Right. It's, it's gotta be chemistry. You've got to get to know somebody. You can't just love somebody for their looks. You've got to, you know, get to know them a little bit. It's very interesting. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a single man and I've been doing a little bit of dating and mm. sometimes the chemistry is not there and you know it right away. And then right sometimes, away. sometimes they're like, Oh yeah, this is interesting. We're not a hundred percent on the same page on every, on every topic, but right. I enjoy her point of view, the way that she looks at the world. And I said, Oh yeah, I can support this. And then maybe I can learn right. something about me and, and vice versa. So I think right. it's chemistry before you can call anything love. Absolutely. I agree, my man. Thank uh, you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that. I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, I put you down for win. Yeah, for John. Anyone who disagree, I'm putting him down for L. That's a law. <laughs> they, they were just a terrible person. Uh, so since we're on a dating, I like to talk about because I feel like everyone has an opinion on dating, right. on love, and relationship. It is like one of the fun things to talk about because everyone has a different look at things. All right. Um, do you think uh, uh, do you think religion matters? What you know, somebody that you interested in, what they believe in, does that matter? It's very interesting. I think you've got to be compatible on a certain level. I mean, I would have a hard time, like uh, politically, if my spouse girlfriend saw politics, especially these days, as in a different light. It would be very difficult. Mm. And yeah, right. and we talked about this a little bit earlier. And I and I'm dating a woman that's came to religion late in life, whereas I hmm. was introduced to religion early in life. I mean, I was born and raised in Chicago as Irish Catholic. I went to Catholic school until out of high school. So I had 12 years of it. So I had a heavy introduction into the Bible. I went to church every Sunday and uh, no Bible school, but we were, you know, we had Bible classes in, in all through right. the, the entire 12 years. Whereas this woman that I met, she came to religion late in her late fifties. And she had a, uh, you know, a, a difficult life. And she found that this religion gave her peace. She met people that mm. were loving and giving and spiritual. And she joined that group and she finds that that also was working for her. And and I could see that in her. She was a very loving, open, positive person. I said, yes, whatever you're doing, whatever you're, you're you've locked into is definitely working for you. But it's, it's an interesting thing. I mean, she's, you know, she's given her life to Jesus. Jesus is wow. number one. And and although I've grown up in the Catholic Church like that, 
I never made that type of leap or that type of a, you know, commitment like that. I, mm-hmm. I feel that to live a, a life like Christ, loving, forgiving, you know, is, is that's the proper formula. But I didn't right. get to the point where I could make the commitment. And, and it's interesting because now that's become a, a, pretty much a deal breaker for us. She wants to be equally yoked. I know that's a biblical term where they're talking about. Yes, that equally yoked. Right? Absolutely. My and, mother's gonna love hearing that. And and and, <laughs> and even though we really get along on a lot of different things, that right. may be a deal breaker. And I respect that. I mean, I would hate it, but I respect it and I understand it. You know, mm. that religion in that in that sense for her really turned her life, saved her in, in a lot of respects. And you know, I can't I can't deny that that's been such a positive influence. And I understand if that's a deal breaker for her, but I, I don't see myself you know, making that change at this, at this stage of my life. Well, you never know what, what's going to happen. Right. And I mean, I think everybody would tell you, but religion, you have to get there yourself. I mean, if, yes. if, if somebody, if somebody pushes you there, you're eventually going to just push back and get yes. away. Yes. Um, yes. But, like, but you both, but you're both Christians though, right? You're both about the same thing, just different denominations. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, and I, so it's and not I, that big of a difference, is it? We're very close. I mean, Johnny, I was, I'm going to Bible class. I said, this is a nice oh. I mean, you, these are nice people here. Uh, although the COVID, where it's all done online, and uh, I was watching her 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 preacher uh, on Sunday mornings. We we're watching mm-hmm. them, watching together. I mean, I'm on board. I said, you know, I said I I'm willing to do all this, but I I'm not gonna I'm not doing that what you want me to do, and I don't think it's in my heart to do it. So I have to be true to myself, and so that's where we're at. So we're close. We're very close, close. but it's yeah, it's a deal breaker for her, I think. Oh wow! Well, I mean, I, I would I would think if she takes us up to uh, counseling a church, you know, like the pastors, and I'm not sure what uh-huh. it's a church name. They usually, everybody usually have this leadership, and they would tell you, look, as long as he's not mistreating you, as long as he's not a bad guy, and he's right. he's doing services with you, that's all you can ask for, right? Right. right. That's right. all you can ask for. I mean, you know, even even in the Bible, Christ never forced anybody. We just asked them to follow him, you know, and if they, you know, either you follow me or you don't. Eventually. You know, you'll come around and and follow. So, uh, but I know that that's definitely a big thing, right? You know. Yeah, I see it. No, I even said it's funny. I even said the same thing to her. I said, I said, why don't you ask the pastor about our situation and see what he Mm -hmm. would say? Because I think that Mm -hmm. he would say what you exactly exactly what you would say. But Mm -hmm. absolutely, the pastor would say, just keep praying for him, right? Absolutely. Pray that the Lord takes heart. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pray. It's interesting because in in the group, I would be looking, you know, I wouldn't be a member of the group, which would be kind of an odd thing for me to feel, you know, mm-hmm. they would look at me as I was less than, and I would look at them as like, oh, well, they're committed, but you know, we're, we're just, we're, we're different. So it would be odd, right. but, 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 but still, I enjoy being around nice people and good people. So it would right. be, absolutely. That'd be good. Absolutely. That's uh yeah, that's the, that's the way it should be. I mean, I, uh, I think uh, religion is one of the biggest things that uh, can make or break relationships. Uh, one of the other things I always felt is uh, I always felt like, and I get and I get smacked over the head for this. Well, virtually, uh, that you know, if you get married, it should be there should be a marriage license that expires mm. every four, every six years. Why do I say that? Everything else expires, right? And we have to renew it. So, right. right. So why, 
doesn't that, why is that not the same situation where you have to renew it? And there has to be something that in the beginning that requires you to fulfill a certain amount of years, right? For that right. marriage to actually count. Yes. If you stand his marriage for six months, then officially it counts. Otherwise, you are free to walk away. Right. You know, without anything. But if you, you know, if not, then you have to renew it every four years or so. If you do love each other, you will renew it, right? I think that's a very interesting thing because I've seen in my life, I mean, I'm, a, I'm 61 years old. I've seen in my life where I, I've seen couples kind of get lazy with each other, you know, mm. putting on a little weight, maybe not caring for mm. themselves as they should, maybe right. not maybe not being as nice to each other as they should. But if you knew right. that if you knew the expiration date was coming up in six months, and <laughs> you know you might you might hit the weight room, you might uh, yeah. check your attitude a little bit and right, uh, and, right. Exam- and examine the relationship. I think that's absolutely. a good idea. It's an interesting. You idea. might you might bring sexy back absolutely because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a it's sexy life too. You know you got six months to bring that bad boy back. <laughs> yeah. Bring that sexy guy back, you know. Everybody for the absolutely. sexy, sexy woman as well, right? right? Why absolutely. not? Absolutely, everybody's got to keep keep on their best behaviors. I was I was thinking of like uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. They've never mm. been they've never been married, but they've had you know children and everything else. But they know that they've got to keep on their game, otherwise the other person certainly is very attractive to the opposite sex, and you know. So it's interesting. Keeps a little heat, I think. Keeps a little, you know. Yes, right. Keep a little spicy. He's like, well, you know what? That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you in four years anyway. You keep doing that. Right. <laughs> I'm out of here. You know, expiration is six months, and I'm out. I you know it's you interesting, Johnny, because I think about well how families will be, you know, fifty or a hundred years from now. I mean, everybody. I mean, I I've been divorced twice. It's not a fun thing. That's the worst thing that ever happened to me was getting divorced. I mean, I mm. I, I hated it. But but you've got to there's there's got to be some sort of a communal living or something that happens because. It's such a common experience for so many folks, and, and it shouldn't be such a heartbreaking or heart-wrenching thing for everybody involved. I don't know what the answer is. I can't even propose anything, but I just think, gosh, there's got to be kind of a different way that we develop and, you know, create our tribes and, you know, create the family. It's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, let me ask you this. What if, what if prior to divorce, if someone had, if somehow you could leave in a different house from your ex-wife, uh, and that happens for six months. Like you're not really separated, but you're just living apart. Uh, but you guys still get to. I'm not sure if, if if it wasn't like any fight or nothing. You guys can you can talk and you can hang out maybe once a week. You think that could have fixed things? You know, it doesn't hurt. That's for sure. Um, in my particular instance, I mean, I did have two houses ten minutes away. Okay. And- and I still, we still, and then, you know, there were, there were a lot of hurt feelings in the beginning and, and we did get divorced and, but we continued on in a family unit in many, many ways. I mean, I still, we still, we'll, we'll still go to, you know, Christmas and she invites me over for Thanksgiving. So we, we're, we still do a lot of, we go to the movies together, you know, as Good. long as, and I mean, I've been to, we've all gone out to dinner. She brings her boyfriend. We've never done, I bring my girlfriend, she brings her boyfriend. We've never done that. But it's my girlfriend and her, or her boyfriend and me, and it's kind okay. of a, it's kind of a crazy combination of people that get together. But as long as everybody's res- respectable, responsible, and mature, then it, it it works on a certain level. We've never had any incidents. Sounds good. I I like to have a a live uh, podcast session. If you guys ever get four, you guys together, 
uh, you know, you and your girlfriend and her and our boyfriend. That yeah. would be interesting. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that that would be. Um, can only uh, can only imagine. So I said that because I always thought, um, you know, there there are folks that I heard a story of a, a couple that lived uh, they lived apart for uh, I don't know five seven years while they were dating. You know, everybody had you know she had her own place, he had his own place. Right, and then they got married, and a year into getting married and moving in, they got separated and divorced. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was saying, "What changed?" Right, what changed between living apart and dating and being happy for all these years, eight, seven years, to you guys being to the point where you can't stand each other, and a year later, marriage is everything is all, it all fell apart. So I I bring that up to say this because I have a friend that says, rather than live together, why not just be married but live apart if you can work it out? Like she can live down the street, she can live ten minutes away. You can go over there and hang out and things like that, because marriage doesn't have to be one way, does it? Like, why not just mix it, make it work, whatever works for you? Amen, uh, amen. I agree the hundred percent. I mean, I'm dating. I'll date the woman I'm dating now. She lives by herself. I live by myself. Clearly, and mm-hmm. you know, she has a lot on her plate. She does, you know, classes and this and that. So she's busy four or five nights a week, and I'm got my things going on, and I, I'm, you know, I've got my 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 place that I'm caring for the basketball, you know, when out without the COVID, but I, you know, I've got a lot of stuff going on too. And we just kind of get together for the weekends and, you know, it's like, and that works. And I said, I could right. be, I could be happy like this. Right. Right. Absolutely. What else, you know? Yeah. So, you know, and for the listeners that, that was a little love, uh, <laughs> uh love advice session. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know you were the love doctor too. I would have. Hey, I'm I am trying to implement a, a Johnny B love session <laughs> to, <laughs> to the show. And you know, start giving crazy love advice because sometimes all you need for love is just crazy advice. Like just do it. You know, go get married on, on top of the ocean or something. You know, like that. That's the kind of advice I like to give. Do something different. Do something crazy. Uh, Amen. Something crazy. Absolutely. Life is too short. Hey, but Tom, you mentioned basketball, and you're a big basketball fan. You know, um, yes, I enjoy playing it. I I miss playing it desperately. Gosh, we used to play two, three times a week with the all the old guys at the at the gym. Oh, nice full court. We played. You know how you know we played like the not a half court, but like you know a half sized court, full court. Mm. You know the 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 vertical rather than horizontal. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, that's nice. I, I go to the Y sometime to play and. You know, we would play uh, full court, uh, vertical, like you said. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm in my late 30s, and then we have guys out there that would be, like, in the late 60s. And sometimes you're passing the ball low, and they can't get down and pick it up. <laughs> if you subscribe the whole team. Uh, <laughs> Fellas, don't buckle and higher. Let's go. <laughs> right, right. And then you got the old guy that just wants to bring the ball up to court. And I'm like, but you can't. If they press you, you're going to lose it. What are you doing, my man? What are you doing? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's yeah. funny. We we develop what we call, uh, interestingly enough, we call ourselves the legends. So there's about 15, 20 guys, and you've got to be in your 40s plus. We don't want to, because mm. we played with the 20 and 30-year-olds. It doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, someone's going to no. get hurt. Someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. It's going to be me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough, because I, I, I see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But what we do out here at the Y is we we mix them up so the older guys guard each other. Yes. Um, but then you got the older guy that can still play, and then yes. you just 
And then he just like beat up the other one, just tear his ass up. And it's just like, and I'm just like, wow. So that's just not working out. Yeah, that's not going to work out. No, no. Yeah, it's not going to work out. No. So, we, who's your favorite basketball team? What's that? Your what favorite basketball team? You know, I've always been, I guess, I guess, I, I guess I was always with the Chicago Bulls. Of course, when mm-hmm. I left, I left Chicago and then the Bulls went on the crazy run for six mm-hmm. championships. Right. I was in Florida at the time. Uh, I don't say that I watch a lot, but uh, I enjoy Golden State, and it looks like mm-hmm. the, the Lakers have a great team. It looks very interesting yeah. how they're, what are they going to play 10 games and then go into the playoffs now? Eight games, yeah. They're going to play eight and then straight to the playoffs. I like it. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, as fans, we we need it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right, we need something to watch. We're ready. We're absolutely we ready. Are, we are ready. And there's a great teams out there. You got the Bucks with Giannis, Lakers with the Stars, yep. Clippers are good. Yep. Uh, you know, the Raptors are good. It's, it's fun. I, I'm just glad it's coming back. Um, supposedly July. Yeah, end of July. 31st. Yeah, is mm-hmm. when the season should start. So right now they're just trying to work out uh, the I, practice stuff. Did you, so. did you ever listen to Colin Coward, who's a radio guy? Yeah, Colin. I, I used to love Colin, but he's crazy. He can be nutty sometimes. He's just crazy. <laughs> but I love I used to listen to him on the radio on my drive, I think, from work. Yes, I love Colin. It's funny because, you know, he's two months without sports and he still puts on, my for my money, an entertaining show. And so that's what the mm-hmm. little that I know about basketball is the little that, that Colin talks about. So Colin. Yeah. Yeah, I like his show. He, he's good. I, I'm trying he's, to get him on, to, to get him, you know, come on my show or have me on his show. Oh, wouldn't that be uh, something? That would be something, man. We can, we can talk, uh, you know, love and dating and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Colin, <laughs> Colin can use it. <laughs> <laughs> Colin can use it. Yeah. Uh, but with this old COVID, though, how, you know, how has uh, how has this affected you all um, much with this old COVID going on, being locked in the house? I'm not sure what what's going on in Florida. If you guys been able to get back to normal or not? Oh well, they're they're opening up a little bit. Uh, between me and you, Johnny, I think that's a little soon. Uh, mm. I'm I'm still a little careful. I wear a mask when I go out because uh, I know mm. I don't I don't know if I have it or not. I don't believe I have. But uh, I'm I'm fortunate. I live a, a I have a little bit of space. I live on five acres in. And, and so I, I, I'm not in a, my gosh, my niece is living in New York in an, you know, in an apartment. I, my gosh, it's gotta be right. drives you crazy. So right. I've, got, I've got a little bit of space. I work out of my house. My, my life's been affected in the fact that I don't play basketball anymore. And I do do appearances at home shopping. I used to drive down to the studio. Now we're doing those appearances. I'm doing them out of my house. Right, video, right? Yep. Everything's on Zoom and Skype. Cisco and Skype, everything now. Yep. So outside of that, it really hasn't changed much, although uh, I would have enjoyed having my daughters down and do more traveling. No one's flying anymore. So, right, right, so, with COVID. Yep. My, yeah, my... It's scary, though, but there's no solution for this thing, right? So we do have oh. to get back out there because uh, I was I saw uh, somebody sent me a picture earlier of Texas, I think, uh, a few other states that already went out, open up to soon, California included. Yep. And the spike, I mean, it's, it's a pretty high spike uh, for the reinfection or all the new infections going on. But we can stay in the house till August, right? Because, yeah. Tommy, we go back out there, we're just going to catch it all over again. I know it. Johnny, I tell you, I think the social distancing, the masks, the continue with the disinfectants, I think if you, people, people, even though they're weary of it, I think you still have to be aware of it. You still have to protect yourself. Right. You know, right. all, the, all the partying and things like that that I see some of my friends are doing. It's like, it's really not a good idea. It's really not a good idea. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, hey, they'll learn when they can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, 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 made an exception. I went to, to a comedy club where they had social distancing, every other table, everybody wearing masks, serving Saturday. But even I was, I did five minutes, but even I was nervous about the whole, you know. That's, okay. You know, I mean, it's not all that much different than going to a Walmart with a mask on, but it's, you know. Yeah. It's just it's just the, it's just the idea of where you're going, right? Yes. Because we all still go to the store. It's just a matter of where are you going, right? Yeah. yeah. I try to get in and out, and you know, I probably was a bit more exposed than I felt comfortable. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is it's scary for me because where do we go from here? Right. Yeah. I just I think I think the te- I think people are you know the numbers are going up because more people are getting tested. I always try mm-hmm. to you know look at the fatal fatalities. Uh, I tell you that tells us the story and. A lot. Uh, right. Let's hope we can get through this. Let's hope. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, we got the fall coming up. Yeah. I want basketball to come back. I'm a big soccer fan, so I'm ready for uh, there you go. more soccer on TV, uh, football coming back. So we COVID can't mess with the fall. We not, we just not gonna have it. Right. Right. Whatever whatever we have to do, COVID, uh, you know, gotta stay away. So, yeah. but uh, but hey, Tom, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. Uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. I you know I, I feel like I feel like I'm talking to a friend of mine. Uh, that's how much fun I've been having just sitting here and talking about all kinds of uh, that's great. Uh, just what more importantly talking about your product and how you you know how you work on TV and how you got to that and how you can help people that are listening if they ever want to do anything like that. Please. Uh, and as well as just always being able to talk about uh, just sports and life in general. I think it's always fun to be able to. Yes. Just talk to people and hear everybody else's perception. So, uh, but I, you know, I'll, I'll let you have the floor for a few more minutes and just kind of talk about uh, your product again, uh, carry card. Sure. Well, Johnny, I feel the same way. I feel like made a friend. I really feel good about this. Thanks for letting Absolutely. me join you. And so the carry card was a, it's an invention. I've got the patent on it. It's helps you move things. It's got a, it's an oversized dolly. It's four products in one it replaces a dolly, a wheelbarrow, a hand truck, and a ladder. It's all four of those things in one. And, mm. uh, it takes about the space of a full, uh, of a push broom weighs about eh, just 27 pounds or so. And you can change it from position to position, depending upon what you need without needing any tools. It flips from one right. thing to the next. It's, so it's a lot of fun. And, uh, it's found on www.carrycart.com K E R R Y K A R T. And please use the code word Johnny B Johnny B. Johnny Space B for a $50 off. Um, plus, we'll keep, you know, for, ship it for free. So we sell it for $149 something and it's down to 99 bucks for all your listeners, Johnny. And if people want to just, just ask me a question or they want to bring a product into home shopping or QVC or, you know, whatever, it's Tom Wise, T O M W I S E at carrycart.com. Right, and you can find Tom on Facebook as well. Yes, uh, and he's got his YouTube channel, all of that. Just Google the man; he's all over the place. He's a good dude. Um, anything you need, I'm pretty sure you can find him. If you just look him up, I have if you can him. find him, just send me a tweet. Uh, those who have my number, just shoot me a text, and uh, we'll see what we can do to make sure you guys uh, get in touch with Tom. Happy to help, uh, Tom. I appreciate you being here. I had a lot of fun talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time out. Thanks, Johnny. Same to you and yours. Good luck with the, with everything up there. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good one. All right, my friend. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Point Noted Podcast with Johnny B and Rashad B. Follow us on Twitter at PT Noted and Instagram at Point Noted. 
Hit the subscribe and follow button to follow us and check out more episodes of us talking a whole bunch of shit. You've been noted.